Unspoken Issues. Okay, are you ready to get into this finale here? We, we I know we've been talking for quite a while, but Let's we've got our finale. Okay, sixth part, the finale of Rise of the Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider number 31, which I thought was interesting, but then again, it makes sense. Three issues, well, two, 28. Yeah, because each, each new number one was coming out like the following month. So yeah. as these books are like Spirits of Vengeance, there were like three or four issues, you know, of that book as this as these as a sort of like they blaze fights another one of the Lillen in issue number two, I think of spirits of vengeance. So all these books kind of are continuing as the, as the story goes on. Okay. All right. Uh, So ghost rider number 31 written by Howard Mackey, penciled by Andy Kubert, inked by Joe Kubert, colored by Gregory Wright and lettered by Janice Shang. That synopsis is coming up. But first, let me talk about Amazon Music. If you're looking for a good platform that can fill those musical needs, Amazon Music has you covered. If you head to getamazonmusic.com W2M Network, you can get a free 30-day trial where you can check out over 70 million songs. That's getamazonmusic.com W, the number 2M Network, for that free 30-day trial. Setback after setback, Lilith now plans to take her Lillin to the land of the Midnight Sun. Get it? To prepare for their final battle. Meanwhile, Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze, the Darkhold Redeemers, Morbius, and the Night Stalkers are all kind of doing their own thing, but immediately just transported by Doctor Strange just outside of Lilith's forces. Seeing this... Lilith realizes she must act fast and convinces Pilgrim to open a portal on her chest to bring her Lillen back onto the earth. Now, still trapped in a limbo type of dimension, Danny Ketch is being torn apart until a hand reaches into the void, pulling him through an open portal. The only problem is this hand belongs to Lilith. Danny is about to be reborn as a Lillen. As the forces converge our heroes versus the Lillen, Louise Hastings recognizes that the, that Lilith's portal is the main threat and convinces everyone to try to close the portal on her chest now this is a weird this is a <laughs> i mean just describing this is weird like you've got this person with a big portal a big gaping hole on their chest and things are pouring out well at least one thing has poured out a person has poured out of this of Lil- lilith's chest but it's too late as danny catch is brought through to fight on the side of the demons tearing through lillen and heroes alike the Danny Demon, I, I put that in quotes, the Danny Demon <laughs> seems near unstoppable until Ghost Rider and Blaze are able to subdue him, until they themselves are taken su- surprised by the Lilith. Now Lilith plans to make them all enter her rift and be reborn as her children. Knowing time is of the essence, Ghost Rider and Blaze realize they need to take Danny and put him back through the rift with, and with some luck are able to do so. When Ghost Rider gets a hold of Lilith, he bends her in half, shoving her head through the portal on her chest, creating a tremendous feedback explosion, ending the fight, leaving Ghost Rider face down on the ground unconscious. Just then, the Night Stalkers are about to attack the disabled Ghost Rider. This is, I mean, this was funny. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> like, right, in the, this battle just ended and, like, Blade and Hannibal King are like, okay, now's our chance. Let's go ahead and take out Ghost Rider. <laughs> they're all right here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so they're just about to, like, try and kill Ghost Rider or do something to him. 
but they're immediately transported away with the Darkhold Redeemers leaving as well. Uh, so they're transported away. And the only ones that are left are Morbius and Blaze. Uh, and of course, Ghost Rider. And appearing before them is uh, the master of all your pain, <laughs> Doctor Strange. He explains he could not battle Lilith because their mystical forces could meet or could not meet without undoing dimensional walls uh, that he seeks to protect. Strange teleports all of them away, saying he intends to help the complicated situation with Danny Ketch and Ghost Rider. Meanwhile, Nakoda, she was back with the Lilin. She awakens to find all of the Lilin are either dead or missing. Um, however, Lilith awakens and a horrified Nakoda realizes she is now food for Lilith to regain her power. And that is how we end the introduction. This is not an ending, folks. This is the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> this is the beginning of the Midnight Suns. My man, this was a good series. Again, I love this series. <laughs> <laughs> the finale is kind of one of the weaker points, I think. I just feel like it's a little rushed. Oh, even man. There should have been so much more. So yeah, much even more. though there's a, a huge, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure this was a double-sized issue. Uh, as well, there was just, I think, a little too much going on, and it, it's resolved well enough, but uh, I kind of wanted to see a little more interaction in some of the battles, a little more. And, and you know, I'm a big fan of, of the Kuberts, but some of the action doesn't really flow that great. Uh, so just a few minor complaints on that, but... And we even we finally get a brief Morbius versus Blackout tease, but not much else. They kind of yep. when the battle kind of starts out, they're kind of going after each other. But we never really see them uh, how that kind of plays out. But uh, uh, the the monstrosity that is Dan Ketch in this uh, oh, man in this battle, he's he's making you know he's he's going after everybody basically. I wonder it, it's not really explained if if that's partially Dan kind of trying to regain some control and kind of fight on the, uh, for the good guys, or if it's just, he's mindless and he's just kind of swinging at everything that comes near him. I understand the, the fact that Dan is in this limbo dimension. What I didn't understand is how Lilith had access to it and how Lilith was like, Hey, come here. Let me, okay. I'm going to take you. And so it makes you think that Danny is like stuck inside Lilith somehow. <laughs> um, but obviously that's not the case. She apparently just has, ease of access to that dimension that he's stuck in but to bring him out as a Lillian if you're reading this book when you were reading Ghost Rider you were like oh man how are they going to resolve this with Danny and then all of a sudden you could possibly be reading this and thinking to yourself well Danny's not going back to being Danny granted right. you, probably, you probably knew better you talk about this being quick I, I gotta agree with you there because Danny's brought out he's wreaking havoc and they're just like put him back Put them back. <laughs> and what do they throw do? They, <laughs> they throw them back in there. We could have done three or four issues of Danny Ketch being this hell demon, and they would have had to deal with it. That probably wasn't on the table. They were just like, we got to get this issue. Yeah, they got to resolve it and move on to the next. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's another thing that I got to keep reminding myself is that this was the beginning. So what we're seeing here, as, as, as quick and as easy as it seemed, Lilith is still around. So I'm sure that she's probably going to be plaguing these guys for a while. This is just kind of their first run in with her. They weren't walking away unscathed. We watched Danny Ketch become this demon. We know that things are getting set up for the Night Stalkers to at some point butt heads again with Ghost Rider 
these events that are put into place are just like, here are some of the things you get to kind of look forward to. I look at it as the sixth part of the first chapter, like the kind of the end of the first chapter of what's going to be happening. This felt like, okay, we've got all these things. We've got to, it's got to come to a head. We got to have a huge battle. I think I am going to side with you where it feels like it kind of felt short. I wanted more. um, Yeah, it was almost more like it's just, it was like it's a big dog pile. So we we can't really show you who's fighting who or, or who's doing what. It's just, we get little glimpses here and there, but yeah, you know, we get back to our, our art by uh, this is Andy and Joe, right? This does not stick out like what we were seeing before to me uh, yeah. in the, in the previous ghostwriter issue. It didn't have that feel to me and it should have, because this, this should have been like, this is the, the big issue. show. This is, this is it. <laughs> right. Right. This is, this is it. I the, find the it funny where, where, you know, he, he pretty, BA move to to fold Lilith up back into the portal that's in her own chest cavity. Uh, oh my gosh! But then she pops back up at the end, so which doesn't really explain like how did she get back there. But it does give you kind of a, a you know a kind of a almost a horror a twist horror ending where she's like, well, I'm going to feed on my children now because that's all that's left. <laughs> Yeah. And we, we do see Lilith come back. That's one of the things about, you know, you were saying how we get kind of a resolution, but then we're always setting up for the next big thing. It's something that comic has always done. So that's kind of kind of what it seemed like they were doing here, which is yeah. fine. I, I wouldn't even mind that so much, an anticlimactic ending so much if I'd gotten a little more bang for my buck in the act, what was actually presented or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we, we see Lilith come back later. I'm not, I'm not going to bag on it too much. I didn't, I didn't like a bad comic or anything it's not a terrible ending it's just it didn't quite live up to the preceding five chapters or whatever well let's go ahead we'll uh, uh i mean we got to pick out a panel and i mean i don't know how you're going to avoid like the splash of the battle commencing you know we got ghost rider then it will be the first to die <laughs> demon mother flying through the air while uh the rest of the team are kind of taken out trying to take out some of these little yeah, I'll go ahead and pick that and make you do the hard work if you're going to try and pick something different. <laughs> the first appearance of in this issue of the Night Stalkers, where they're standing outside the door to their detective agency and the lights are shining through and, you know, they know somebody's in there. So they got their weapons at the ready and everything. Yeah, you know, and, and Doctor Strange is like, I don't care what you're doing right now. It's time to go. <laughs> 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 he just teleports everybody like they were in the middle of trying to figure out what's going on. Well, I guess we're not going to find that out until next issue, which it could have very well have been something that they led up to and then finished the next issue. But, uh, you know, and the Darkhold Redeemers are getting into a cab. And then the next thing you know, they're not in a cab anymore. They're all sitting there. And what's funny is like when they're all there. One guy goes, and how did we all get here? But they're just like, all right, let's go. And there wasn't too much of a question. And it wasn't like, it didn't seem like there was much debate as to what they needed to do. They knew they were going to go after Lilith, you know, try and stop her. I'm glad that Dr. Strange definitely, you know, left this series by saying, I'm going to try and help Danny because that's kind of where we started was I Ghost Rider, I think was going to head to Dr. Strange uh, to try and figure out, or Johnny was talking him into it or something. But anyway, I think that's what they were trying to do. They've got to figure out a way to get to save Danny from this uh, limbo, limboish hell. And it turns out, you know, by the end of this issue, he is who um, <laughs> brought forth and toward, you know, into another worse hell. Off, worse off than even before. This is a great uh, launching point for like a corner of the Marvel Universe that hadn't really been explored much uh, for a while up to that point. Pretty much probably since the 70s, I guess. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of supernatural slash action 
and you know stuff and a lot of books that I thought were really cool. The you know leading from this, they had kind of the annual crossovers. So the following year was Midnight Massacre, which was really right. uh, cool, and then the, I think the year after that was Siege of Darkness, which was one that was going on when I got out of comics for a while. So I never got a resolution to that. I have picked up some of the issues over the years and uh, in Siege of Darkness specifically, like I think that was a, an era where there were just too many books and not enough quality artists and the quality artists that were working uh, or, the, or the artists that were working were always probably trying to crank stuff out. So right. the art often suffered <laughs> yeah. uh, in some of those. Uh, but reading this again has got me excited to dig into that dark old trade I've got and, and to read some more night stalkers and maybe finally finish that siege of darkness run and and and, and yeah. read there's also a crossover called road to vengeance which i think is when lilith finally comes back that's a, oh, okay that's exclusively a ghost rider spirits of vengeance crossovers like six parts if you've ever seen the neon chain yep. uh, covers that's what that uh storyline was okay Siege of Darkness, 17 parts mm. between December of... Now, this says which ran from December of 93 to January of 94. That seems like an... I'm pretty sure I copied that straight off of the wiki, but 17-part crossover in less than two months? I don't think <laughs> well, so. Well, some of those parts were, were in Marvel Comics Presents. Okay. Which I and that think was, a was bi-weekly. Weekly. Bi-weekly? It was okay. either weekly or bi-weekly. Right. Um, and I, I'm assuming some, that the parts that were in Marvel Comics Presents were probably short, you know, because th- that was an a, an anthology book that usually had four stories in yep. a standard 22-page or whatever comic. So they were like four to six-page stories or whatever, so. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it may I have mean, been different for that crossover. Maybe they devoted the whole issues to it. I don't really know. Okay. Well, you kind of already mentioned about how, you know, the plan for this was to kind of get a stronger subsection <laughs> of the Marvel Universe. At this point, we have the X-Book, which is probably, if you're talking a subsection of the Marvel U, the X-Books, you know, X-Factor, X-Men, mm-hmm. all that had this really sometimes convoluted continuity around it. And I think what they were trying to do with this was make it a little bit more firm when it comes mm-hmm. to a continuity uh, level of things. So that was their plans with this uh, with the this launch of the Midnight Suns. And I think they were talking about, I remember seeing something about them mentioning the dagger uh, emblem for the issues. Like yeah. that was something to kind of try and set them apart from the Marvel Universe, uh, from the regular Marvel Universe, I should say. So you know that you're kind of getting that different kind of supernatural type of story that uh, fit together with the rest of the ones with that dagger emblem on it. So, okay, this isn't all-encompassing, so please, people, I did a little (laughs) bit of research, but I've got a little bit of follow-up with some of these storylines, these characters. Um, And mainly, I just, I didn't focus on Ghost Rider or Johnny Blaze, because their history after this continues on for, I mean, to this day. But the Night Stalkers, the Night Stalkers, that series ran for 18 issues, went from November of 92 to April of 94. Blade gets his own movie. We just talked about this. Blade gets his own (laughs) movie in 98, uh, the character being portrayed by action movie star of the time, Wesley Snipes. Uh, In Blade Trinity, Hannibal King will be portrayed by a man who will get quite a few roles based on comic book characters, (laughs) and that's Ryan Reynolds. Then um, for Morbius, Morbius runs for 32 issues. 
issues uh, up to April of 1995. And hey, we talked about this already. We're still waiting on it, but it's scheduled for at least from what I saw, January of 2022, Morbius will hit the big screen portrayed by Jared Leto. And I kind of forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. It's it's one of I, I, well, it's funny because I threw in like I wanted to find out what the release date was uh, for it. And the first thing that came up was like, was Morbius canceled? I'm like, oh boy. But no, they still have it set for January of 2022. Darkhold, pages from the Book of Sins. You kind of mentioned this already. It's the shortest lived series with only 16 issues, finding the last issue on shelves in a very late 1993. This is interesting. This is probably one of the more interesting things that I learned when I was doing this kind of like post follow-up. Louise Hastings was portrayed on a Marvel television show, and I will give you the opportunity to guess which one. I'm going to guess it was on Runaways. No, it was uh, not. Because Morgan Le Fay is in Runaways, right? That's correct. Yeah, she shows up. Okay. And, oh, my goodness. She is uh, <laughs> She is portrayed by, uh, oh, my God, I can't remember Listener. her name. But yes. And she is. She's something. She's something. She portrayed <laughs> her very well. We'll put it that way. <laughs> this is actually a rather panned television series that came oh, out within the last. Humans? Nope. This just dropped. Try to think something a little bit more panned than then. I don't know if you can get more panned than Inhumans. <laughs> this came out on, this was a Hulu series, I think. Very supernatural. There was, series. Yeah, there was one that I was, I just realized I didn't even know existed until <laughs> a week Hellstrom. Two. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I think I, I think it was when I was researching stuff for this. Yep, yep. And I was so like, they made a Hellstrom series? I don't even remember hearing about that. All uh, the, the character of Louise Hastings, I think, was in 10 episodes of that series, which I think the wow. series is probably 10 episodes. So she actually has a pretty big, uh, you know, pretty big role. I wonder if they talk about the dark hold in it and stuff. The caretaker betrayed by Robert Wisdom shows up in that same series. I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I've, 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 let's just say if you, you want to be a, 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 a MCU or whatever television completist, by all means, I've not heard <laughs> good things about the series, but there was the caretaker was also according to what I was reading, uh, portrayed in the cinematic universe, an actual cinematic universe character by one Sam Elliott in the Ghost Rider film. Right, yeah. So Forgot I, about that. Those I movies are bad. <laughs> forgot about that one too. Uh, but you know, it's it's funny we picked this, and I don't know if you know this. I know it, you and I have kind of discussed video games in the past, and I know you're not the biggest gamer right now. But did you know that there is on the slate in 2021 video game publisher 2K and Firaxis Games announced Marvel's Midnight Suns, a tactical RPG game featuring Blade, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, the Robbie Reyes version, Doctor mm. Strange, Iron Man, Captain America, Captain. Marvel, Nico Manuro, speaking of Runaways, Magic, and more to be released in March of 2022. Straight from the wiki right there. Did you have any idea I that was not aware? Yeah, buddy. That's kind of a big deal, in my opinion. I, you know, That's when cool. you talk, and I read a little bit of the interview, which was pretty neat, but, you know, this guy was, he was looking for, like, the perfect thing to kind of bring forth for this idea that he had, and he's like, holy crap, Midnight Suns would be perfect for this. Hmm. Um, but it's Midnight Suns, S-U-N-S, sir. Oh, boo. <laughs> Man, what an epic. Let's go ahead. We'll get into closing. This has been a fun discussion with you. I'm glad, number one, that we could spend two and a half hours talking about the Midnight Suns. I know you're passionate about it. I've really enjoyed it, so it was a good time. Let's go ahead. I guess we'll get into plugs. This would be a good time to plug a sponsor of the W2M Network, and that is Grammarly. For you, the listeners of Unspoken Issues, Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. 
Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W, the number two, M network to download Grammarly for free. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BrodyMan34. Uh, You can occasionally hear me on Jesse's other podcasts, source material, uh, and of course on Unspoken Issues most of the time. And uh, just to kind of throw this out there, uh, the Tripped Up Trivia show that I had Chris come on uh, will be airing on the 30th, I believe, of October. And it was a horror-related trivia. Uh, and I said, Chris Armstrong has to be a part of it. <laughs> he, he came on uh, and he participated with three other contestants. We had a good time. All sorts of great horror knowledge got dropped. Uh, so if you like to play trivia and you like to listen to people play trivia, I don't, I don't know. There's not. I've never listened to a trivia podcast. There has to be another trivia podcast out there. <laughs> So over on the unspokendecade.com, yeah, we got one article here, November 4th, 2016, written by Dean Compton. Superblog Team Up presents Nighttime Sunburn, Rise of the Midnight Suns. That's an article you can find right there on the unspokendecade.com. The gimmick yeah. era has never been covered so well. Blade Hunting Solo by Emily Scott. So if you want to check out some of the cool articles that we've got over there, just type in Rise of the Midnight Suns. You're going to find something to do with Ghost Rider, Blade, all sorts of great 90s comics right there for you. And in regards to myself, you can follow me at Stiznarkey. Chris already mentioned we do the uh, uh, right on the Rattlich and Broadcasting Network and the W2Mnet.com network as well. We I, I do a podcast called Source Material on the 31st of October. I will just tell you, check out the episode that Alexis, Hannah and myself did discussing Power Rangers, A Nightmare on Elm Street. So I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to go into some of the insanity because you need to listen to the episode just to hear what unfolds in the four or five issues that we get to cover. Um, But all right. With that being said, this massive unspoken epic has come to an end. I want to thank Chris Armstrong for going through all six issues of Rise of the Midnight Suns with me. I am Jesse Starcher. We'll be catching you soon. Have a good one. Uh, Bye-bye. We'll catch you next year with Midnight Massacre. That's right. Get ready. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Make sure to give that Rattlich in Broadcasting Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts we have to offer. We are at home on Spreaker, but you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and recently we have hit the air on Spotify. Find your favorite podcast platform and type in R-A-D-U-L-I-C-H to subscribe for some great content. If you enjoyed this show, please feel free to share and spread the word. And as always, we appreciate any feedback and look forward to entertaining you again soon.